You're listening to Gruesome and Unnatural, a true crime podcast. another episode of gruesome and unnatural i'm shelly and i'm eric and this is episode 25 happy new year everybody i hope everyone had a whole nother year to turn into a serial killer Mm -mm. yeah yeah that's exactly what i was thinking (laughs) yeah i hope everybody had a great new year damn it is oreo messing with this my cat's fucking with my microphone stand anyways i hope everyone had a great new year we did, and now we're back for another episode. Are you ready for this one? Just like always. Always ready. Okay, so this is the story of Heather Kwan and Ryan Waller. So Ryan Thomas Waller was born February 12th, 1988 to his mother. Uh, I cannot find for the life of me what his mother's name is, but I know his father's name is Donald Thomas Waller. Um, he was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, but they later moved to Phoenix, Arizona, where this story takes place. There's also not a lot of information about Ryan's life prior to this incident. However, I do know that Ryan had a girlfriend by the name of Heather Marie Kwan, and she was born April 10th, 1985, to Terry Dendulk and Robert Kwan. At the time of this story, Ryan is 18 years old, and Heather is 21, and the two lived in a house together with their roommates, Alicia and Ashley. There is later on, there's a name... Um, of Eric. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think they, he was another roommate, but he may be like a boyfriend to one of them, but... I wasn't there. I don't know how important that is. Oh, dear God, I hope <laughs> Anyway, so it's... it's this uh, date is December 25th, 2006, and Ryan's father is expecting Ryan and Heather to come over for Christmas dinner that night. But the two never showed up. And as it kept getting later and later, he thought that was really weird, just not like Ryan and his girlfriend. So after reaching out to both Ryan and Heather and calling and calling and calling, there's no answer. So he gets a little worried. So he decides to call the police just to do like a welfare check on his son. So not only did he do that, but he also made his way over to their home just to, you know, try to find out what's going on with his son. So Don, Ryan's father, he stays back while the police finally show up and they do the welfare check on Ryan. So they knock on the front door and this is where I'm not sure... There's conflicting things. So I'm not sure if Ryan came to the door or there's also um, a statement later from Alicia, the roommate, that she opened the door and kind of told them like what she saw like when he came home or they saw him like lying on the floor in the home. So somehow they made their either way. They made their way into this home and find Ryan laying on the floor, but he's like still conscious. And then they make their way around the apartment or this home and they find Heather dead on the couch. So... They're like, what, you know, what the hell? So, but Ryan's fine, but he has like a huge, like a massive black eye and like a crazy injury to his nose. So they're like, what the hell's going on? They kind of, kind of assume that he and that Ryan and Heather kind of got in a fight, like an altercation or something. Actually, I'm going to show you a picture. So you know what I'm talking about. So this is how they find Ryan. I think I know this. I think you know this story too, but don't say anything. Okay, do you see this picture? Okay, yep. this is how they I find him. I remember the picture. Okay, this is how they find him. So 
they're like, what the hell? Like maybe they got in some kind of fight or something. So right on the spot, they, um, they handcuff him. And so Ryan's dad's outside. Ryan's getting handcuffed. He's getting taken out of the house and handcuffed. So Ryan's dad's like, what the hell? Like, I just wanted you guys to come over here and make sure he's okay. Like what's going on? Yeah. So he's like so confused. He doesn't know what's going on. And they put Ryan in the back of the police car. And that's when I'm sure Ryan's dad had to stay back because they had to go, you know, they want to interrogate him and find out what happened. The craziest thing, and I think this is a, the big thing about this story, is when, when, you, see, when you guys see these pictures, because I want to post on my, you know, my Instagram and all the other social media things, um, about just like how bad his eye looked and the fact that they didn't take him to go get looked at. Instead, they just took him to go get interrogated. I mean, you see how bad that was, right? I mean, you can, like, yeah. look at in my Instagram and Google it, whatever. But, like, it's pretty bad. And the fact that they just took him, like, his eye was, like, completely shut because it was just, like, so bad. They ended up, yeah, taking him to the station, and they took 43 pictures of his face. And this, again, this is when the story gets a little frustrating. So the officer, you know, none of them really know what's going on. They think that him and Heather got in a fight and he maybe shot Heather because he owned a bunch of guns and stuff like that. So they thought maybe that he shot Heather. So the officers, yeah, trying to figure out what happened to, or what happened to Ryan's face and what happened to Heather. Throughout me talking about this interrogation, I'm also going to play little clips so everyone can kind of hear how Ryan sounds and what he's saying and how <laughs> they're both kind of getting frustrated with each other and annoyed. So... This interrogation was over um, about an, a little over an hour long. You can find it on YouTube too if you want to watch it. I'm play a little, or I'll, I'll also put clips on Instagram so you can see the clips. But so Ryan just seems kind of out of it. He repeats constantly how tired he is, and tells the officer that he just wants to go home and go to sleep. And he's just like really fidgety and constantly moving around. So in the beginning, the officer tells him that. You know, maybe he should see a doctor and Ryan replies with why because of because of this and he points to his eye and he asks is it bad so it's almost like Ryan doesn't even know like what he looks like almost it seems right because he's like what is it bad like like he hasn't even looked in the mirror to see what he you know what he looks like and the officer goes on to ask him why he's you know if he knows why he's there and Ryan replies no he's just like mm -mm. like he has no idea why he's there the officer asks him if he knows the highest grade that he's completed. And Ryan says, I don't know. And then he says, eighth grade. And then the officer asks if he ever graduated high school. And then Ryan says, yes. And then the officer go, you know, asks if he got a GED. And Ryan says, I don't know. And he just seems like super annoyed during all these questions. He just, you know, his officer keeps asking all these questions. And he's just like, I don't know, man, I don't know. Like kind of getting pissed and annoyed. And like I said, he just keeps saying that he wants to go home. And so the officer then asks Ryan if he has a girlfriend, and Ryan replies no. The officer asks if he knows a girl named Heather, and Ryan says yes, and he asks, do you know her last name? And then Ryan comes back with Kaiman, which is obviously not her last name, so I don't know where that came from. And then after that, he, um, the officer asks him how old is Heather, and he goes 16 or 17. But like I said earlier, she's 21 at this time. The officer then asks him, like, Ryan, what happened to your face? And he tells the officer that someone punched him in the face. And then the officer is like, well, who punched you in the face? And Ryan replied, Heather punched me in the face. And then he said that, like, oh, it was just an accident, though. She didn't mean to do it. And he doesn't know why she did it. <laughs> and then he brings up a girl named Christina. And he said that Christina was on the couch. And so it's like Ryan is just all over the place and it's like he, this officer can't get a straight story out of him 
but he truly believes that, you know, he got in a fight with his, with Heather and shot her. But as the interrogation goes on, the officer asks what happened last night. And Ryan says he doesn't know and that he just wants to go to sleep again. Ryan then asks what happened at the house. And the officer says, you don't know what happened. And he's like, you're all beat up, man. And Ryan says that Alicia punched him in the face. <laughs> so first it was Heather. <laughs> now it's Alicia. And the officer then says, there's a dead girl in your home. And Ryan says, she's dead? And that's where Ryan seems to kind of start remembering what happened that night. And he mentions, all of a sudden he goes, well, you know, he mentions Richie. And Richie and his dad came over with, like, bows and arrows or something. And he's like, bows and arrows? And then he says, Richie and his dad were hitting them with the arrows and that they broke in. Heather. You're, you're saying that's Eric's girlfriend? Mm-mm. Or your girlfriend? Heather? Yeah. Mine. Heather's your girlfriend. All right. Was Heather over last night? Mm-hmm. All right. And Heather did this to you? What? Your eye. Uh-uh. Okay, who did that to you? Alicia. Alicia did that to you now? Mm-hmm. I swear. I'm not even lying, I swear. Okay. Why would Alicia do this to you? Why? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Were you mad at Alicia? No, I don't know why. I don't know why. She probably hit it on something. I don't know. She hit what on something? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just want to go to sleep, man. That's it. Hey, Ryan? Huh? Huh? There's what? a dead girl in your living room. She's dead? Yes. Heather? I don't know. I want to know what happened in your house last night. The girl on the couch is dead? I don't know. If she's on the couch, she's dead. Well, these people came over. Machine is dead. With shoot and arrow, bow and darts. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They hit me and her with those. That's it. And Heather wasn't there. And Eric wasn't there. It was just me and Heather. What was there? So now he's kind of getting a little bit more of this weird story and trying to figure out what's really going on. The officer asks who Richie is, and Ryan says, I don't know. But then he says, he used to live at, at the house. Like, he was he was kind of saying that he used to be his roommate. So Ryan said that they were trying to get their stuff, and that he changed. And all of a sudden, he, you know, he said that Richie and his dad were trying to get stuff in the house, and then he changed from the bows and arrows that they had two revolvers. So the officer now, he seems so annoyed at this point, you know, because he's trying to get this story out of Ryan. Ryan doesn't seem to know anything. And he's like, man, you just said bows and arrows. Now it's revolvers. And he's like, yeah, man, it's revolvers. And then Brian tells the officer that Richie and his dad shot both Ryan and Heather. So here's another story. So then the officer goes, 
where did he get shot? And he says, in the eye. You know, he's asking Ryan where he got shot. And he goes, in the eye. And it's at this point that the officer doesn't believe Ryan and truly thinks that he still shot Heather. And as the interrogation goes on, the officer says that if Ryan was shot in the eye, he goes like, if you were shot in the eye with a revolver, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. <laughs> and then Ryan's like, I know, man. I thought the same thing, man. It's like, like what the hell? It's crazy. Yeah, he's like, man, I thought the same thing. I thought, I was, thought he probably was going to die, but he was still alive. Okay. You're telling me, you're, you're all over the board here, number one. You're saying bows and arrows, you're saying revolvers, and you're saying some other thing, and they, you're saying they shot you in the eye. Okay? They shot you with a revolver in your eye. Yes. And that's Is it, it a BB gun? No, it was a real gun, man. It was just a if revolver. They shot you in the eye with a revolver. You wouldn't be talking to me right now. How do you know? It was most likely you'd be dead. That's what I thought too, man. I really don't know. Okay. I really don't know, and I just want to go back to sleep and try to go back to bed. You're not going back to bed. Okay. That's not going to happen. All right, but what happened, man? What do I got to do? Just tell me. Brian continued to say that, again, he's like, I just want to go home, man. I don't know what happened. I just want to go to bed. So the officer continues with Ryan that uh, Ryan says they ended up saying that Richie and his dad broke into the back door and started shooting up the house and that Heather got shot in the face after they shot him in the face. The officer then, the officer then asks if he called 911 and Ryan says no because he just wanted Heather, he just wanted to let Heather sleep. And the officer's like, she just got shot in the face and you wanted her to sleep? And he's like, yeah, man, I just want her to go to sleep. So he's like super confused at this point. Like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just got, if you just saw her got shot in the face, like, why didn't you call 911? How, why didn't you get help for her? So again, the, the officer is getting even more pissed off. Ryan's just all over the place. Ryan's tired and he's annoyed. So this is when the officer, he was like, okay, this is weird. I think there's a little more to this. And the officer starts looking at his face a little. He, like, he gets really close to his face and starts looking at it. And then as he's doing it, Ryan states that his head's hurting. And it seems at this point, like the officer starts to freak out and worry a little bit. And he leaves the room. He packs up all his stuff and everything. And he leaves the room. So Ryan's just left in there by himself. The officer comes back with a medical team. And you can hear in this audio, the officer say, you're not going to believe this one. Meaning like he really believes this that Ryan was shot and he's still there like conscious and talking even though I can't get his story straight because shot in the eye we will get there (laughs) so um yeah so the officer like shows what may be an exit uh, entrance and exit wound in his nose like I showed you you can kind of see that right like it it Mm -hmm. really does look like it and, and then they were saying, like, oh, there's not a lot of blood. But if you look at the picture, too, there's, like, one little stream of blood. And I th- it maybe just because he passed out. And, like, I don't know. I don't know exactly why there wasn't a lot of blood. But so then they take they take Ryan's blood pressure. And then right there, they're like, all right, we got to take him to the hospital. And even Ryan was like, where are we going? And he was like, the hospital, we got to get you checked out. And it's, like, almost like Ryan's still like, what? Like, why am I going to the hospital? Hey, guys. Captain, you're not going to believe this one. I can't believe it either. You're right. I've already heard the story. I can't believe it. This is just my observations that this might be an entrance, this might be an exit, and this might be into his eye. 
and he's acting uh, like he has a serious head injury, which would make sense. So, what you guys hey. confirm, Brian? Yeah, we'll take him. I don't know why. Well, we like can tell. Yeah, all has it been like that before, or just happened tonight? Like just for like a day or so. I wonder so what happened what the other night. I don't know. You don't know what happened. Were there guns around? This kid Eric did it. I don't know how he did it exactly. I might have been shot. I don't know. I really don't know. Are you waiting on? I'm going to tell you what really happened that night. But it wasn't on that night, on the 25th of December. It was actually December 23rd, 2006, two days prior to Christmas. It was just Ryan and Heather at home. The roommates were not there. They were just enjoying their night, watching TV, just hanging out, you know, sitting on the couch. And that's when there was a knock on the door. And Ryan went to go see who it was. So Ryan opens the door and immediately he sees the two people at the door and just tries to shut the door because he doesn't want these two people in. And obviously it was Richie and his father, Larry. Richie and Larry Carver. So it is presumed that Ryan and Richie potentially had like an altercation maybe. Like there's no real reason as to why this happened. But that's what they kind of assume. Um, that he just wanted revenge on Ryan and his Richie's dad just came with him. So the two were trying to get through the door. And as he was trying to do that, Larry reached inside. Uh, Richie's dad reached inside with the gun and just started shooting Ryan in the face. So that's where those two shots came on. He got one like in the corner of his eye and then that one that kind of went through his nose. So there was a bullet that went through his eye into like his God brain. God damn. Yeah. So at this point, Ryan just falls over, but he's still alive. He's still conscious and alive. And he he hears them come in and that's when they see Heather on the couch and just kill her right away. So he hears them shoot her. So he consciously knew that she was shot. But I guess I guess maybe like when he got up, he was like, you know, all out of it. Obviously, he just got shot in the face twice and thinks that she was just sleeping because of the way she was laying there, maybe. Um, also, I think in the interrogation, they mentioned something about her being covered up with a blanket. So it's like, I'm wondering if Ryan like thought, you know, like he was saying that she was sleeping and like actually went and like got a blanket or something and put it over her or something. That's what I'm just like assuming. It's really sad. Um, but um, yeah, so they killed her and because she was pretty, pretty much a witness to them shooting Ryan. So for that reasons was the only, unknown. Exactly. Just because she was there, she was a witness and they didn't want to get caught for shooting Ryan. So Larry and Richie then stole several of the weapons from the house and a computer and they left thinking they had just killed both Ryan and Heather. And when Larry shot Ryan in the face, the bullets tore a chunk of his skull as well as punctured his sinus and his brain. Ryan ended up being blind. I'm not sure if he's completely blind or just one blind in that one eye. I've heard that he was completely blind, but he didn't get shot in the other eye, so I'm not sure. But he was blind in that one eye for sure. And he continued to suffer seizures after the shooting. So his family had to take care of him pretty much from then on. Fuck. Yeah. Richie and Larry were caught, and Richie ended up being convicted in June of 2008 for felony murder, burglary, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons, and he was sentenced to life. On the other hand, his father didn't get any time for what he did because after confessing some things uh, about like what happened that night to his wife, she claimed her right to use her marital privilege and declined to testify against her husband. 
But thankfully, Larry was reindicted in November of 2011 for first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, burglary, and aggravated assault only because Heather's family petitioned to pass what they call Heather's Law, which, quote, altered the status of marital privilege to require a defendant's spouse to testify. So that's fucking awesome. It's weird. Like, I was going to say, I can kind of understand in a weird way where his wife's coming from. But at the same time, you not testifying against your husband, but knowing that he killed a little a little girl. She's 21, but still, she's very young. Yeah. And injured this guy and eventually died too. But it's like, that's going to weigh on the back of your mind whether you fucking testify or not you know like why not just like your husband's piece of shit anyway <laughs> Fucking yeah for sure <laughs> like what does it matter like, what was the point of all that you I know like what yeah. the fuck yeah to get her husband's back pretty much yeah i don't no, know the point of him just doing it the father to come into the scene and just start firing at the kid yeah i don't know just trying to it's crazy have it. yeah yeah i mean they look fucked up anyway when it's, you'll see pictures of them <laughs> no but yeah i don't i don't know i don't know it's, it's a very senseless murder to begin both of them like it's so senseless and stupid and it was not necessary but ryan did go oh i sorry so i kind of ruined that part but ryan did go on to live until the age of 27 almost 28 years old because he actually died of uh the seizures that he was having he had a seizure and yeah he died on january 20th 2016 10 years after the incident so like i was saying it's almost like they got I mean, they murdered two people in a they way did. because he died of the result of having seizures um suffered for a while first yeah, for sure. He'd have been taken care of his fam- by his family and couldn't really do much. He can only probably see out of one eye. Had, sure, a lot of brain, you know, all, st- all the surgery he had to go through and stuff. But I would just want to talk about Heather a little bit because she needs to be remembered as well. Because um, she got shot for absolutely no reason. And, I mean, so did Ryan. But um, she graduated from Mountain Ridge High School in 2003. She went on to go to Glendale Community College and then Arizona State University. Her plan was to attend law school to become a defense attorney. Heather even volunteered as a big sister with the Valley Big Sister Brother program. Uh, I had no idea what that was. I, I don't know if you guys do, but if you don't, I looked it up. The website describes it as, quote, Littles are children ages 6 to 18 looking for a positive role model in their life. Many live below the poverty threshold or in a single-parent home and come from a variety of backgrounds with a wide range of interests. We currently have a wait list of kids, mainly boys, who are looking for a mentor for, from their community. The role of the mentor is to provide emotional support and encourage them to see their self-worth. All our littles need and deserve a mentor and friend, end quote. So it just shows you how amazing Heather was that she wanted to help support these littles and... Yeah, she didn't deserve what happened to her, and neither did Ryan. Yeah. And I'm glad they're both in jail and got caught for that, because that's fucked up. So that's the unfortunate story of Heather Kwan and Ryan Waller. Yeah, that's fucked up. You do remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The it's clips horrible. are fucking horrible. creepy. I know, for sure, yeah. And just like, oh, man. Yeah. You get emotional for it, through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really sad. But, uh, Yeah. I know you guys know about this Idaho case, too, and it's awesome that this fool got arrested. And I'm wondering if, I mean, he's, he's saying that he's innocent, but who knows? I'm, I'm curious to find out along with all of you guys. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Maybe I'll do an episode on that one once kind of things, more things clear up and we get more answers and everything. So, yeah, until next time, be safe and stay aware. Bye. Bye.